Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Good morning, Dan. Hey, fellas. Yo, you guys getting a little taste of the summertime weather we get around. <laughs> yes. Listen, I can't. I could not live in Chicago. I love Chicago. I, you know, I always love going there. Yeah. I don't want any part of the winters there, man. It's yeah. it's another level, you know? It is. You know, guys, once you survive a month with a, where the temperature does not get above zero, yeah. <laughs> after that, everything's easy. Yeah, honestly. And, you know, at, at some point, you just got to say, hey, it's January. You're in Chicago. It, just move on. Next thing you know, it'll be spring. Well, so it, it'll all work out. I, I know this, that uh, the Miami Dolphins yes. are be packing their gloves yes. this week. Yeah. They've got a date with, you know, with, uh, uh, with Destiny. In Kansas City, and it's going to be pretty chilly there. Yeah, well, that, that, that's what we're going to go to. Obviously, the weather's going to be the story in, in, in two of those games, mo- no, mostly that number one. And Josh, our producer, was telling us this morning that it uh, looked like the, the temps will be like zero with the wind chill, or maybe even a negative temp, and then wind chill's like 20 or 30, which will rival one, you know the coldest days ever played. Obviously, the Ice Bowl was right there at the top. What was your coldest? You've told us before. What was your, your coldest game you've ever played in? Well, there's a bunch of them. The one that I remember, it was 1983, the end of the season. So this is like right around Christmas. And we went out to play the Packers, and I think the windshield was 45 below, and it was like <laughs> 8 below. And I remember I remember spitting, and, the, and my spit shattered into a bunch of little ice balls no on the AstroTurf, and I said, Oh, I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, oh, my word. yeah. You know, I I, I I remember practicing out. This is a story I always told. Is it was nothing on that level, but we, we practiced before the Gator Bowl in '81 with Lou Holtz. We were practicing outside, and I remember it was so it was five degrees. It was coldest day I'd ever experienced in my life. So wind chill was probably below zero. We were out there practicing, getting ready for a bowl game, and you know it's going to be in Florida, but we're freezing up there. And I remember with my mouthpiece, Dan, I thought I had dropped it, wow. and in the in the sand because we were practicing the high school football fell on grass because I could hear it crunching but what it wasn't my saliva the saliva in my mouthpiece was was freezing up and so I was crunching ice uh yeah it just was but but do you think you you think it definitely will affect a team like Miami who they're not ready for they're not used to this I mean it, it is I mean just almost dangerous weather do you think it will have an impact on the on their play yeah yeah it will and, and guys the the part of the game that will be affected is ball security by receivers and running backs yeah. on the Dolphins' side of the field. Here, here's the thing. I, I hate to say it. I tell my lovely bride all the time, you know, we go out and try to play a little golf when it's 40, 50, 60. You know, it, you know, it takes you a little while to acclimate, and it's not just an hour or two. I'm talking a couple of days yeah. after you practice in it, you kind of get used to your hands being numb and being able to catch or hold on to the ball. Right. And that's why, you know, Dick Dick used to make us go out every day and, you know, no matter how bad it was, we would go out in it just so that we would be covering our bases and saying, yeah, we've done our, our, you know, our due diligence as far as acclimation. And there's no way, unless the Dolphins have been up there five days to get used to it, it will be an, it will have an effect on the receivers and the running backs, quarterbacks throwing the ball, you know, and and Tua doesn't have the you know the giant hands or anything like that. So I I, I can see this really 
really being a factor for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got six games. Give me a game that maybe that might be a surprise. You know, Dallas fans are pretty confident. They're gonna, could He's you, talking uh, about me, Dan, and you, I am. Could you imagine if they were to somehow stumble? Uh, you know, to Green Bay at home. You yeah. got that game. You got a compelling. Of course, that's the McCarthy Bowl since he coached at Green Bay. Then you've got the the quarterback bowl between the Rams and Detroit. Those two. That's a really interesting game. Which one? You got Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, which is like the Oklahoma Sooner quarterback bowl. Which one may, maybe intrigues you? That might be something. Might be some surprises there. Maybe a Pittsburgh at Buffalo, Cleveland at Houston. Which is the one? Guys, I, you know, every year the playoffs are like you know, an entity unto themselves where there's storylines and all. I don't think I've ever remembered a year where the storylines are so profound. Yeah, think yeah. about the Joe Flacco situation. The guy was on his couch at Thanksgiving, and now, <laughs> yes. he, he's, he, you know, he is – and they lost both of their offensive tackles when we played them four weeks ago. Five, uh, uh, Four of the five offensive linemen were either backups or third-teamers. And yet, they threw the ball 46 times. It's like they don't care. They're just going to go out there and do what they want to do and be damned with injuries or who, whoever thinks that they can't. And, and you've got C.J. Stroud, yep. an amazing story. Yep. Think about this. The quarterbacks drafted in the first round, the last three years, that's a bunch of guys, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, C.J. Stroud is the only quarterback – of those first-rounders drafted that's in the playoffs this year. So that tells you how special he is. That's going to be an amazing game. I like Cleveland. Uh, the next one, Miami, the Tyreek Hill going back yep. to Kansas that's City. That's right, yep. You know, Kansas City has been a hot mess all year long. Mm-hmm. They are in – They. You know, I could see if, if this game was played in a normal uh, weather situation, 20 degrees, I'd take Miami. I don't, I, I don't think I can now with the weather yep. going to be yep. a factor. Yeah. Okay, the next one, Green Bay. Green Bay going to Dallas. You know, I know. Dallas thinks that <laughs> Dallas is easily put to sleep. They 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 overvalue themselves. And you, you think about when they went to Arizona. Arizona back yes, in yes. Uh, what was the and, and Joshua Dobbs beat their brains out. Mm. I, I'm just saying, beware of the Packers. The last month of the season, nobody has played quarterback better than Jordan Love. He's got a bunch of speedy little receivers. They made the Bears, you know, defense, who everybody thought was going to be, you know, a pretty good matchup. They, you know, they ran through us like a hot knife. So, Dallas, beware. You know, think about, you know, Dak had his best year. CeeDee Lamb is all world. Um, Their pass rushing. Why am I? Why am I worried about it? Because Dallas has had a penchant not to be able to rise and meet the moment. Yes. Think about this. Yeah, since 1995. <laughs> yeah, well, well, Jimmy Johnson was the guy making him rise to the moment. That's hey, right. Here's the thing: McCarthy versus the guy that took his job. Now that is a very interesting dynamic. Matt Lafleur is 10 and 0 against the Chicago Bears. Why? He's brilliant when it comes to matchup schemes. It'll be fun to watch this game. Yeah, it will. Well, uh, Rams. And, what about Rams and Detroit? <clears throat> Guys, I, I'm picking the Rams to upset them. The Detroit, oh. you know. Wow. My old saying is, you know, "Clinch fist holds no sand," which means you just can't be great every day for six months, and that's what 
you know, in the NFL, you got to up and down and you try to crescendo at the right time like the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are hot as July coming in. And the Detroit Lions, the opposite. They, they were really at their best back in October. And now they've cooled off. They're starting to struggle a little bit. And their defense cannot stop the run. And the Rams, I don't know if you noticed it, but the Rams have the Pro Bowl running back in football in the NFC this year. So I think the Rams are going to come in. They're going to run the ball, keep the ball away from Jared Goff. And Matt Stafford, remember Matt Stafford, started in Detroit, what what did he play, eight or nine years there? We saw him twice a year. He, in a motivated game situation like this, He's as good as anybody. So I'm, I'm taking uh, the, the Rams upset Detroit. Now we're visiting with Dan Hampton, brought to you by Metro Towing and Central Termite and Pest Control. Now let me go back real quick. You threw out a saying there. I don't think you've said I want to make sure I I uh, absorb this. You said a clenched fist holds no sand. Have you that... ever been to the beach and grab a, a handful of sand? Okay. And after a minute, five minutes, ten, pretty soon your hand starts to automatically kind of like in a cramping mode, it starts to release and the sand starts, you know, to come out. And and what I'm saying is, you know how it is with a football team. There's there's every team, every team, there's a moment in time where everything works. Everybody is playing in a very efficient manner where the team is as good as it can be. How many times during the course of a season do you see that? You haven't seen it all year with the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Early in the year, we saw the Dolphins when they scored, what, 57 points against um, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals right. or whoever it was. But now, the Dolphins struggled last week. They couldn't score a point in the second half. So I'm just saying, I just think there's ebbs and tides in the, in the performances of all in the college Think about this. The Razorbacks, when we beat Ole Miss last year, think about this. Up in, in Fayetteville, a bunch of my friends were up there. It was freezing cold. And the Razorbacks destroyed Ole Miss. A year later, big, big difference in the story, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, and it really wasn't that many different players. It was the same coaches, same deal, but it, it, everything's different. And it, when a team gets hot, it's, it, it's kind of like planned obsolescence. At some point, it, 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 you're going to start tailing off. And a lot of these teams are kind of going to crescendo going up, and a lot of them are kind of falling off. And really, that's, you know, you made it 17 games. Now, this, that's the uh, head coach's main job, in my mind, is to make sure that when you hit that playoff window, your arrow is pointed up. Uh, Dan, we uh, obviously want to get your comments real quick. Uh, big news yesterday, both on the collegiate and NFL ranks, two of the greatest to ever coach, both uh, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, make their announcements within, what, 12 hours yeah. of each other that they are moving on. Uh, your thoughts on first on Saban and then uh, Belichick and where he might wind up. Well, we all, yeah, no, and think about this. Statistically, you can make a, a, a case that the best college coach of all time yeah. At least, you know, in, in, in most meaningful measures, and the greatest NFL coach, they were both, you know, in a position to walk away at the same time. Obviously, Saban, I, I, look, we won't know, and it'd be hard to believe that, that he was forced out, but 
you know, there's a point where I guess every coach just says, enough's enough, and I can't, I can't be recruiting these little kids no more. But, uh, you know, you want to be texting yeah. while I'm talking to them, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. And then Belichick obviously has struggled ever since they came to a, a rupture in the, uh, the Tom Brady, uh, you know, partnership. I, I hate it. But we all know it, it, it was it was destined to happen, and there's no no if ands or buts. But at, at some point, I think it's really really what would you say? And you know, there's so much going on in the world, so much going on in the sports world. I don't know if they'll get their their just due, their you know their their just rewards as, as far as all the their accomplishments. But I got to tell you, in, in my life, they. Uh, they have been the gold standard, and you know the game. The game's going to change a lot without it. I'll, I'll just tell you that. Yeah, listen, we like we we, we haven't be, we haven't beaten Saban in seventeen years, Dan. I, I'm ready to move on and <laughs> have somebody else to. No, uh, yeah, good I'm lord. On, I, I, I'm on a text string with with Houston Dale Nuts, two brothers, uh, Danny and and uh, and uh, Dicky. Dicky. Yes. And and. They they kind of mention it all the time. The last the last Arkansas coach to beat Alabama, I think, was uh, <laughs> yes. Houston Dale Nuts. Yes, that's and, a, yes, crazy. And, oh yeah, we had to throw him out with the bathwater. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. But all I can tell you is, it has been a reign of terror for uh, for Saban. But you know, nobody gives you victories. Everybody's coming after you. And I I know what, at, at one time in my career in Chicago. Everybody came in, and we were their Super Bowl. They were, we were getting the A game week after week after week, and um, and and Nick had that, and he's put up with it and dealt with it, and you know, you, I, I I just like you thought his offensive and defensive staff did such a poor job yeah. of coaching during the game, not only in preparation but coaching. The adjustments were awful during the game. There, uh, what was it? Ten days ago, and and at some point you you kind of you can't do everything, you know. You can't sweep the floors, you know, and turn off the lights every night. So at some point you knew Saban was going to say enough's enough, and and it it it, 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 it obviously he probably would have loved to have gone out with his seven championship, but he got pretty close. You got to give him that, uh, Dan. What, uh, you, since uh, your last thing here, uh, you went through all the games. Is there one that you would give as your Dan Hanton lock? Yeah, I'm taking the Rams. You know what? I, and I, I told you, I like a lot of dogs, and I like a lot of the road teams this this week. So it's going to be a, a wild ride because I like the Rams and I like Buffalo. And I know it's a lot of points, but Buffalo, Buffalo is really hot, and, wow. and Pittsburgh. I, I've been on teams. Where the the overarching goal is to make the playoffs, not to win the you know you're a realist and you just say hey if we can just get in the playoffs and that's what Pittsburgh did and I think that you're going to see them kind of just say all right they can't take it away from us we we made the playoffs and they're probably going to be sent out in a rock. 
Dan, Dan, before we let you go, somebody yesterday, we were talking about when we had you on the show, when we announced that you know you had gone into the College Football Hall of Fame, or at least you, you uh, will be inducted this coming year. We were talking about your hands, and I said, sometimes you look at Dan's hand, they look like a road map because Good your hands night. got really beat up. Well, somebody has sent us a picture. I'm showing it on our webcam right now. So if you're on YouTube, Twitter, or uh, Facebook, you can see it. I think this is your hand. It it is all bloodied up. It's, it just looks like it's been in a just a blender. Yeah, I presume I'm going to send it to you, and I just want you to confirm that it's your hand. But can you recall off the top of your head having a, a game where your hand was just bloodied up and fingers all messed up? Guys, and see that we're talking about these freezing temperatures when you're when you're playing a game and you're in your skin. Obviously, in the cold, everything can constricts your skin does too so when you bust it on a helmet you start bleeding sure like you bet stuff. you bet and that's, you know my hands obviously I, that's kind of the style of play i, I used my hands took a, a horrible beating i i don't know uh let me look at i just i just i just sent it to you see take a look at your phone real quick give it a second <laughs> yeah, it, lo- it looks like your hand and all of your fingers are swollen and bloodied and yeah, take- <laughs> yeah. Looks like the pinky yeah. separated. Yeah, that's the, that's yeah. it, that's your hand. <laughs> we need to post that. Yeah, that's great. Guys, I mean, that was uh, I hate to say it, that was three, four days a week in practice too. I don't, I don't doubt it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, when we post your comments today, we're going to post that picture on there as well. Yeah. Do you have a, Do you have arthritis in your hands from all that that beating on the fingers and hands? Guys, I, I, amazingly, no. Okay. And good. I, I've been around a lot of players that played. In my era, or even before, and they, you know, they they do have a lot of issues. And no, I don't. And good, great. Um, That's outstanding. I don't know. You know, I still play the guitar on a daily basis yeah. and all that. And I, 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 maybe that kept kept the arthritis away. All I can tell you is, I knock on wood and thank the good Lord. Well, all I good. all I know is is that looking at the picture of that hand right there, that closed fist couldn't hold sand. <laughs> That's why I use that expression. Yeah, man. Well, Dan, great stuff as always. Uh, Have a great weekend. A lot of great games to watch. And uh, we'll talk next week, bud. All right, gentlemen. Have a a, a wonderful weekend and bundle up. Here it comes. Thank you, Dan. Go, 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 go.